0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. My next guest is a guy that is as smart as it gets, as good as it gets. Gordon G. Chang is his Twitter handle. He's got a great Twitter. He's uh, brilliant on Fox News all the time and great with me as well. It's my friend Gordon Chang. Good Thursday morning, Gordon. How are you, pal?
1: I'm fine, Sid, and thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome. I love having you on the program because you scare the daylights out of all my listeners. Uh, and I know you don't do it on purpose, but there is so much crazy stuff going on around the world. Yeah. Let, let's start with China. wins unprecedented third consecutive term. Very simply, Gordon Chang, what does that mean for China, and what does that mean for the United States?
1: It means probably only the worst outcomes, Sid. And this really (laughs) is serious because, well, I scare myself, look. Um, But it's, it's not really me. It's the news that is scaring the bejesus out of everybody, and especially with Xi Jinping. The guy is a genocidal monster. He is the most ambitious aggressor in history, and now he's gotten, at least for the moment, near complete control over the communist party which means near complete control over china itself now a lot of people say he's dictator for life one good thing is he's probably not going to have a long life or he's going to be thrown out but um, at least for the moment this is perhaps the most dangerous time in history
0: is he the most dangerous person in the world you've got putin who's uh, going crazy on the Ukraine. you got the, the little psycho. I don't think he's all that dangerous, but he does fire nuclear missiles every now and then, Kim Jong-un. But is it fair to say that right now, Ping is the most dangerous leader in the world?
1: Yeah, I think the Chinese are the most dangerous. And the reason is, you know, of course, Vladimir Putin is doing all those things in Ukraine. And you got Kim Jong-un, the clerics in Iran— but you know all of those folks really could not pose a challenge they could not take on the world if it weren't for China's backing so china is permitting matter of fact china i think greenlighted the ukraine invasion and it's certainly supporting it from economics from um, diplomacy from military information from financial support it's just all there so We would not have a Putin who is, you know, able to invade Eastern Europe weren't for the Chinese. And that's also true for the North Koreans. They couldn't have their missiles. They couldn't have their nukes if it weren't for Beijing's assistance and protection.
0: Let me go back to what you said a a couple of moments ago, Gordon, because uh, it needs to be highlighted. You talked about how Ping may not have a long life anyway or he'll be removed. So, you know, I know, for example, that the people who live in Iran, right, they want to be westernized. They don't like what their government, what their regime does there. Is there the same type of reaction in China from the everyday folks? Why do you think uh, his term may not live out?
1: Well, first of all, he's responsible for a lot of domestic uh, disasters, like, for instance, plunging property prices, an economy which I think really is contracting – a falling currency. Money is leaving the country as fast as it can. It's got worsening food shortages, deteriorating environment, accelerating COVID outbreaks. And Xi Jinping doesn't know what to do. And we know that because we heard his work report to the 20th National Congress um, on the 16th of this month. And he had no solutions. He didn't talk about this stuff. So it really means that he's got to start a war to distract the Chinese people and, you know, I don't think that that's a very good strategy, um, even if you're cynical and think about it. There um, are a lot of reasons. That's just not going to work out for China. I think the generals and admirals and the other senior leaders eventually will dump this guy. But in the meantime, he's going to cause a lot of damage uh, and damage not just in Asia, but elsewhere.
0: Well, give me an example of where he may cause damage elsewhere. Be specific. What may he do?
1: Well, first of all, you know, we'll talk about America and fentanyl. Um, China is behind and supporting these large fentanyl gangs. They couldn't operate in China's total surveillance state without Xi Jinping's approval and backing. And that means those 77,000, 78,000 fentanyl deaths last year from illegal fentanyl. um, That's because China wanted them. Um, So that's something that we face every day. Um, we know that he deliberately spread COVID beyond his borders. Regardless of where COVID came from, whether it's natural or engineered, he spread it uh, beyond his borders. That's about 1,070,000 Americans who have killed by a disease that should have not left central China. So, you know, we're talking about real consequences for American homes each and every day.
0: This is Gordon Chang joining us on this Thursday morning. Let's move from China and Ping to a man we did mention earlier, Putin and Russia. Putin claiming that the Ukrainians are about to use a dirty bomb on themselves. Yeah, I think he actually doubled down on that just
1: yesterday. What about these latest
0: claims from that
1: psycho? Um, That's absurd and ludicrous. Um, What uh, Putin is doing is laying the groundwork for his own use of tactical nuclear weapons um, because that's the only way that he can prevail. Now, you know, the Russian military, you know it has collapsed, but on the other hand, with a bold move uh, using his most destructive weapons, um you know Putin can change the tide and actually annex all of Ukraine um if he lays it to make it a radioactive slab. So, We've got to be concerned that uh, he'll do something like that. And, you know, we know that the uh, Biden administration failed to deter him from invading, even though we were so much more powerful than Putin. So we have to be worried that we will fail to deter him from using his nuclear weapons.
0: Wow. So you're saying that this is basically a setup that he's going to claim after he uses his nuclear weapons. Hey, I told you they're going to do it to themselves. Look at them, not me. That's what you're saying here.
1: Yeah, he needs a justification for doing this. Um, he needs to create doubt. I um, mean, he's been doing this all along, you know, saying that we provoke the war, which is just—that's ludicrous. But by the way, the Chinese propagate that notion as well, that it's our fault. So that shows you real partnership. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried uh, that he will use—that uh, Putin will use his tactical nukes. I mean, he's been talking about it. He's been warning us. It makes a lot of sense, Sid. And the United States is not in a position to stop him because the Biden administration is not, you know, has been giving in to his threats. So Putin says, well, why don't I make more threats? Um, that's really dangerous dynamic.
0: That really is. Let's talk about uh, nukes with North Korea, because we know that uh, Kim Jong-un has been setting off a bunch of missiles the uh, direction of uh, Japan uh, not that long ago. I read something that said, Seoul says the Allies agree the unparalleled responses needed to a North Korean nuclear test. Uh, so I guess uh, Seoul is, uh, is not happy. What, what, what's going on with Kim Jong-un and what he's been doing lately?
1: Yeah, well, Kim is on a record pace for missile firings this year. And he needs to do that because he needs to validate his designs. Also, he needs to show his customers, like the Iranians, that his missiles work. Um, but, you know, we all forget, but in September 2017, in the city where you are, Sid, a North Korean, the North Korean foreign minister promised an atmospheric test of a thermonuclear device. <laughs> um, and I don't think they're going to do that this year. But, you know, we've got to be concerned because the United States, we keep on warning um, North Korea— and we never back up our warnings. You know, if we want to stop a North Korean nuclear test, what we got to do is we got to sanction its backers, China and Russia, for supporting them. But we don't do that. And because we don't do that, the North Koreans say, I can do whatever I want. Right, And we're seeing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least Trump used to yell and scream, Rocket Man, don't do this. Rocket Man, don't do that. It seemed kind of silly at the time. You had local radio stations actually playing Elton John Rocketman when they talked about those stories. But it wasn't a joke. For whatever it was, he listened, and, and Donald Trump was effective in the very least of calming him down. And, of course, when Trump was president, there was no Russian invasion of Ukraine. China never would, would have thought about going into Taiwan so all the joking around years ago about, quote-unquote, Rocket Man, for whatever it's worth, when Trump was in power, Patrick McEnroe, none of this happened. None of it.
1: Yeah, n- None of this happened. When Obama was president, um, Putin invaded uh, Ukraine, took Crimea. Well, he didn't invade it. He just he took Crimea silently, which is even worse. When Trump was around, um, you know, I said I didn't like Trump's Russia policy, but, you know, it worked. Because after he left office, what happened? Well, then Putin had a full-on invasion of Ukraine. You know, what Trump did really was he scared um, Putin. He scared Xi Jinping and Kim Jong-un. And that was a good thing because he at least kept the peace. So we've had a real demonstration of policies that work, which are Trump's, and policies that don't work, which were Obama's and Biden's. Um, so, you know, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative, you got to face the facts that uh, we had four very good years. As I said, I I didn't like everything Trump did, but it worked.
0: That's right. Facts are facts. If you hit 320, you're a good baseball player, bottom line. Hey, uh, Gordon Chang, as always, excellent stuff. I really love having you on the show. The listeners love it, too. So thank you so much for doing it again today. We'll do it again very soon. Thank you.
1: Well, thanks, Sid, and stay
0: safe. You too. Oh, I love that, too. That's a great way to end it, stay safe.
1: Gordon G. Chang
0: on Twitter. And, yes, from that last conversation, Kim Jong-un, long-distance Casey Kasem dedication. This Elton John classic goes out to you. as a kind by then. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best